Hey guys, what's up? It's Mac. Welcome to episode 15. Today we're talking all things situationships, and this is going to be my solo episode. So last week you got an episode from Tay um, about self-love. This week you'll get me, and next week Lexi will come through with her episode. So enjoy. This week I wanted to discuss situationships a little further just because Valentine's Day just passed, so I'm sure... You either um, got a definition of what your relationship is, or maybe you got some love on Sunday. Um, But either way, I think this is a really important topic to discuss um, in our generation, just because I feel like it is such a modern, prevalent situation that a lot of us go through um, in the dating world. And especially in your 20s, because people are busy, they're career-oriented, maybe they just got out of a breakup, and so... Maybe a situationship is all someone is looking for at a given time. I want to start off by discussing what exactly is a situationship? What does that entail? Um, Because I feel like in the past, it was either you're in a full-blown monogamous relationship or you're a booty call. And a situationship is somewhere in the middle. I would say it's like an undefined romantic relationship like I had um people ask me a couple questions that they have on situationships so basically how the episode is going to work I'm going to answer those questions first I'm going to give you all a few like do's and don'ts tips um, if you are in a situationship and then we'll talk a little bit about what happens when your situationship expires and you need to let it go Um, So let's start uh, with some questions, general questions about situationships and how to deal with those. And the first one that I have is, have you ever been in a situationship? Me, Mac, yes, girls. I definitely have been in a situationship. I've been in a few. I feel like I learn like the proper way to be in one, if there's a proper way, more and more each time I get in and get out of one. Um... Just because I feel like the lines are so undefined and people expect different things from you and people are needing different things from you. So yes, I've definitely been in a few. Um, I've yet to be in a healthy one though. So that's, (laughs) you'll see as the episode goes on how my advice stems from that because I don't consider myself to have ever been in really a healthy one. Although... The situationships that I were in, that is what I wanted at that time. I wasn't looking for a relationship with that person, but it somehow always just went bad. I don't know. Okay, second question. How do you avoid catching feelings in a situationship? I think that's a great question. Um, I think for starters... I'm going to probably say the word situationship a thousand times in this episode, so I'm going to try to limit... I need to, like, give it a code name or something. We'll work on that. Um, But as far as catching feelings, I think if you're part of a situationship, the only way to do that successfully is to actually want that. I think if you start seeing someone and you have in your mind that you want a boyfriend or you want to eventually commit to someone in a monogamous way that is like a situationship is never ever ever going to work for you and that can get kind of tricky because sometimes when you start seeing someone there is that gray area of like undefined limits maybe you've only been seeing them a few weeks and so both of you don't really know where it's going um but 
there definitely has to be a conversation of, okay, what do you want? This is what I want. We either want the same thing or we don't. Um, and I think there's, to be honest, there's only so much you can do to avoid catching feelings. And I'll touch on that a little bit when I get down to the do's and don'ts. But sometimes that shit's just inevitable. Like you start hanging out with this person. Maybe you have an idea in your head that you don't want to be in a relationship or you don't want to commit to a person, but then you start hanging out with them and you start realizing you really like them and you like being with them and you like spending time with them. Um, and that's just the way it goes. That's how love goes, y'all. Like, And not even saying situationships are love because I don't think they are, but when you get involved with someone and especially intimately, sometimes it's hard for, you know, for, hard for you to keep your boundaries and keep... Um, like your expectations that you started with because love is unpredictable and your feelings are unpredictable and you can't completely control those but I think you can lay down a few boundaries and expectations in the beginning to try to help aid you in you know staying a little more what's the word I'm looking for just a little less involved I guess and my last question I have, how do you switch from a situationship to a relationship if you decide you like the person? Um, I'm going to be honest. I would say probably nine times out of ten, situationships did not turn into relationships. They have different parameters and they start in a different way, in my opinion. And if you're getting into a casual situationship with the expectation of it eventually turning into something more committed you're probably going to be in a really bad place. You're probably putting yourself in a really vulnerable situation where the other person is not looking for a relationship and you are and you're going to get your heart broken. Um, but I guess there are those few instances where you decide with a person you both like each other and want to hang out but you don't want to be committed. But then when you start spending more time with them or your intimacy between the two of you grows... And maybe you get lucky. Maybe you start having feelings for that person. You have an open conversation with the person you're seeing. And it just so turns out that both of you have feelings for each other. And you both decided you do want to be committed. And whatever, you can have your fairy tale um, happily ever after until whatever that expiration date is. Um, but I just don't think that's realistic. And especially if you're involved with someone that has the mindset of okay like I'm only putting this amount of time into seeing this person and they're obviously not a priority it's going to be really hard to transition that and even if they do like you to a certain degree are they willing to sacrifice their time the mindset they have with their career in order to like serve this relationship that you decided you want with them uh, probably not um so yeah, switching, I think maybe at one point I thought it was possible, but looking back at the experiences I have had in situationships, I think that's just a big no. I think if you start seeing someone and maybe at the beginning, the first couple months, you're kind of feeling each other out, you're in a gray area, um, but then it's like there's always a defining moment, I feel like. If you keep seeing someone with an undefined label for, let's say, six months, that's a situationship, and it's probably never going to turn into a relationship because men are not that complicated. If he was started seeing you and decided he really liked you, he would have made that known, and 
would have like been very loud and clear that he wanted to be committed to you. So if you're in this situationship for a long period of time, I'm sorry, but I don't think a relationship is salvageable out of that. I just, you've already discussed your parameters and your expectations and to try to flip the script probably won't be successful. And it's at the same time, I think it's perfectly okay to like change how you feel. Maybe you start out not wanting to be committed or wanting to be just very casual with someone. Maybe your feelings change and that's fine, but I don't think you can expect the other person to reciprocate those same feelings. Um, so I'm just going to say don't do that. Don't If you are have the mindset that you want a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you want to be monogamous or in a committed relationship, just don't ever accept the situationship red flags, you know, like, Actually, that's a great topic. Let's talk about that a little bit. If you're looking for a relationship and you start seeing these red flags, just run because you're going to get stuck in this weird, undefined relationship for years at a time. Like, I know people that have been in situationships having anniversaries, like two-year anniversary, four-year anniversary. That, to me, is disgusting. Like, I'm a very all-or-nothing person. Either we're going to be together and we're committed to each other or we just have this short-term situationship that's filling what I need at this moment. But I'm not going to be have this undefined relationship with you for years on end. To me, that seems like a big waste of time. So, in terms of trying to point out when you might be involved in a situationship, I would say some top red flags would be if you can't make plans with that person, other than it being day of. Like, if you try to make a plan with someone two days out and they're like, oh, I don't know, like, I'll have to get back to you, I don't know what I'll be doing on that day, that's probably a good indicator that you're not a priority to them and they want things on their terms and they want to talk to you and be with you when it's convenient for them or for you. And that's perfectly fine if you're in a situationship and that's what you want. But just keep in mind, if you're having a hard time nailing a person down or getting them to commit to a plan with you, that might be a good indicator. Um, Also, would be maybe y'all never go on dates. When you hang out, it's probably exclusive to his bedroom or your bedroom. Maybe you do some domesticated things together like cook a meal or play a game or watch a movie. But other than that, you're not going on dates. You're not you know, grabbing drinks. I think another indicator that you're in a situationship is you still attend events solo. And I can attest to this just because I actually prefer not to have a date to events. I think it's easier and sometimes more fun to just be by yourself. But if you're going to weddings or your job's Christmas party or maybe your friend's birthday party by yourself and you're never bringing your situational other along that's probably a pretty good indicator you probably text more than you do anything else I think the biggest thing and what I've learned in situationships is the inconsistency like maybe you text every day for a week and then maybe you go two weeks without talking to the person and then they hit you up and then you hang out maybe you hang out once a week maybe you hang out every four to six weeks like it's just undefinable and there's no frequency or consistency and I think that's one of the hardest things for me is just 
not knowing what to expect. I like to plan things out and have an idea in my mind of like how my week is going to go and situationships are volatile and unpredictable and so don't expect a lot of consistency happening from that kind of relationship. Um, What else? Oh, if you haven't met any of their friends, I feel like that's a given, y'all. But if you haven't met any of their friends, that's that's probably a good indicator that it's just you two. And he doesn't want you involved in his social life or any circle beyond the one that you've created with him. I feel like it can be kind of hard to pinpoint because there are so many undefined lines. And you do share, like, some kind of intimacy with this person, you know? And it's something that maybe the two of you never talk about because... That's not really something you do in a situationship. You're not talking about your feelings. But sometimes there is like this unsaid shared attraction and close intimacy that you'll never admit to just because it's supposed to be casual. And that's why they can be very confusing. So now that you've heard what a situationship is, some indicators that you may be in one, I'm going to give you all a few do's and don'ts of when you find yourself in a situationship. Um, Definitely know your role. And I've discussed this a little bit, but just know your role and what that means. Don't go out of your way for this person. Don't expect that person to go out of their way for you. I think um, you definitely have to limit or create some kind of boundary for yourself. Because me personally, I'm certainly not doing everything um, in a situationship that I would be doing in a relationship. I'm not going to be doing like domestic chores with you. I'm probably not. I may cook a meal with you once or twice, but I'm definitely not cooking for you. Definitely not taking your dog out for a walk alone while you're doing something. Like I'm not doing you any favors or going out of my way for you because you're probably not going to do that in return for me. Unless that's something we've discussed and decided we want to do. Don't expect anything is basically what I'm saying. Um, I just think situationships are meant to be short term. So you're, like I said earlier, if you're going on your two year anniversary still uncommitted, like that man does not like you. And if you're really talking to the same person for two years, bitch, like, something is wrong, okay? Situationships, to me, should be a few months long. It's great. It serves this purpose. But you should not be monogamous to this one person. Otherwise, you're going to be out on your ass and then heartbroken and you heartbroken over this person that you were never, was never even your boyfriend. And that's just a gross feeling to ever have. Next do, know what you want. Okay, know what you want. If you know you want to be in a relationship, don't accept the very bare minimum. And I feel like that's one thing about men is that um, they are always going to peep what a woman accepts. And if you're accepting crumbs, bitch, (laughs) he is just going to give you a little trail of crumbs just to keep you, just to string you along enough to stay. Bitch, we are not Hansel and Gretel, okay? Like... Don't accept the bare minimum if that's not what you want. On the other side of that, maybe that is what you want. Maybe you're fresh out of a long-term relationship. Maybe you're super consumed in your career and you don't want to commit a bunch of time to um, like a legitimate relationship where you hang out frequently and you go to each other's parents' house on Sundays. 
I could definitely understand why a situationship would be on the table in that instance, and therefore I feel like a healthy situationship could be born from those kinds of needs. But only if those are your needs. If you've been in the dating world for two years and you're ready to be cupped up and find a boyfriend, don't settle or try to commit to your situational other or trick yourself into thinking it'll turn into a relationship. Don't settle for a situationship if you know you want something committed, if you know you want a boyfriend, if you know you want someone to be loyal to you or not date anyone else or not have sex with anyone else. Don't disrespect yourself and your needs by settling for that just because you want to be with a certain person. I can't think of anything like worse. That is the most disrespectful thing you can do for yourself is accept less than what you really want or pretend or lie to yourself that that okay like he doesn't want to be with me fine like I'll just pull back and we'll just see each other less and even though that's not really what I want at least that's better than nothing. Bitch, love yourself. Okay. <laughs> Just love yourself and don't settle for less than what you want. So I think that's like the defining um, the defining dynamic of is this is a situationship going to be healthy for me or is it going to be toxic for me? That starts with what do I want? What does Mac want? Oh, I'm out of a long-term relationship. Okay, a situationship would be viable for me right now because I don't want to talk to this man's every day. I don't want to cook him dinner. Um, I just want to come over when it's convenient for me, get the emotional intimacy I need, the physical intimacy that I need, and then dip. And that makes me sound really toxic saying that out loud, but there's definitely been times in my life that work. I'm kind of in that time in my life right now where that's I know that that's what I want, and so therefore a situationship is a viable option for me without it being toxic, if that makes sense. Um, next, create terms with your situational other. That's a big do. So once you find yourself in this kind of relationship, just because you're not boyfriend and girlfriend does not mean that this relationship should lack, you know, open communication, respect, and honesty. If anything, those things have to be heightened because it's going to be lacking that emotional intimacy. So make sure that you decide with your situational other like are we dating other people are we sleeping with other people are we meeting each other's friends can I make plans with you more than a day out like those are all conversations that have to be had and maybe they're not going to be had in the first week of you talking to them okay maybe they're going to happen slowly but surely as you get to know each other but all of those factors definitely need to be addressed to make sure that the both of you are on the same page because that's when a situationship goes sour or expires is when the two of you suddenly think you're on the same page and then you realize one person expects this, the other person expects this, and then the shit is doomed, okay? <laughs> um, that being said, once you've created these terms with your significant other, make sure, don't be a possessive bitch, okay? I know as a woman, we literally have chemicals that are released into our brains when we have sex with a man that like make us want to attach to them in an emotional kind of way that being said though don't be possessive of this man's okay if you agreed to this situationship with him and all of a sudden you're going through his phone 
You're nagging him about unsaved numbers in his phone that you saw on his lock screen. Oh, you don't want to hang out with me Friday night? What are you doing? Who are you with? Like, those are all... Don't do any of that shit, okay? That's that's when you know that you've caught feelings for this man's and he's not reciprocating them and you just need to cut your ties and go be somewhere else by yourself or with someone else because possessiveness should never, ever, ever be a factor in a situationship. And maybe it's the opposite. Maybe like your man gets a little jealous that he sees you talking to someone and you're like, oh good, I kind of like that. And then you decide, oh, I don't want to see you with anyone else. Cool. I don't want to see you with anyone else. Then it maybe turns into a relationship if that's what you both want. But usually that's not the case. So check your fucking feelings, check yourself, pull your fucking nails out of this man's And let him live and let yourself live. Because if you're being possessive of a man that's not yours, honey, that is wasted energy. Um, Make sure you know when to leave outgrown situationships. This can be really hard because especially if you've become kind of like emotionally invested in this person, it can be really hard to cut ties when you have like more than just a physical connection. Um, And at the same time, not saying... Clip ties at the first disagreement that you have with this person. But if you find that you're unsatisfied or unhappy more than you are happy, bye. That's time to clip ties with a situationship because we're not doing the whole, oh, let's work on this or, oh, you need this. I can try to give you that. That's not what a situationship is. And that's exactly why I'm in one is because I don't want to do all the emotional work of, oh, you're not happy, you're not getting this. If you're not getting what you need from what I'm doing, then we just need to stop talking because I I don't have time for, like, the emotional work or, like, the all the emotional work that comes with a real relationship. That's why you're in a situationship to begin with. So if you feel that going bad or you feel like you start to become happy with, how much time he's spending with you or or you feel weird and feel like maybe he has you in rotation with a couple other bitches and that makes you feel away like just get out of there you obviously are emotionally invested and that's perfectly fine I'm not shitting on feelings because we all have them but just know when to leave and I'll discuss a little bit after I get through my do's and don'ts of what to do once you know you need to leave and how to get out of a situationship Um, But my last do for y'all is no things can change. And I'm a perfect example of this. I personally got into a situation back in, oh, it's been a while, like October. And um, at that time, I was very emotionally unavailable and not even in like a heartbroken kind of sense, but just in a, like I had mentioned earlier, like I didn't want to, I wanted to be in a situation where I didn't have to do any emotional work or really anything for a man. Um, so I kind of agreed to these terms with this guy and we started seeing each other and it was like really great and super hot and heavy in the beginning and I knew what I wanted. Uh, but somewhere along that time, I like fell victim to some feelings that I started to have for this person I was seeing. Um, And so I kind of just had to sit myself down and address, okay, hey, you changed your mind. Like, at the beginning of this, yes, this is exactly what you wanted. Okay, you caught a couple feelings for this man's, and now, like, 
yes, I still don't want to be in a relationship, but my expectations and what I needed from him in order for me to be happy and comfortable changed. And he couldn't fulfill that. And so that was pretty much the end of that. Um, but that's really not even a bad thing, you know, because as humans, like we often find out what we want in a relationship by figuring out what we don't want or what doesn't serve us. And I think that can be a positive note in situationships, which brings me to my last don't. Don't mistake sex for intimacy. And that can be really, really difficult um, because sometimes, and this is a great comment, I think just because we have discussed in previous Bitches in the Park episodes the difference between sex and intimacy. We even did a whole episode on non-sexual intimate things and like how you can show intimacy in other ways. But make sure you know the difference between those two because if you're in a situationship for a long time, you've probably stuck around because the sexual chemistry is great. You'll have great sex. Um, But just make sure you know your role and you know that it's sex, okay? I don't care if he's nutting in you. I don't care if y'all are cuddling all night or you're spending the night or whatever the case is. It's sex. It's not intimacy unless one of you defines that it is and you both feel the same way or whatever. Um, But don't let that confuse you. Don't let y'all's sexual encounter with each other trick you into thinking that y'all have like an intimate emotional bond that's the beginning of a relationship because it most likely isn't and if it is great but that'll have to be discussed in its own time (sighs) okay so what to do once you know you need to be out of a situationship because your needs aren't being met i think this is the most important detail ladies for us to get down because the toxic I I, honestly, I feel like situationships are really only toxic for women and not for men most of the time because we're the ones that eventually decide, okay, my needs aren't being met to what I need them to be. And of course the man's are. He's in a situationship. He's getting pussy like whenever he needs it at his convenience. Like what is there not to like essentially? Therefore, he's never going to cut you off unless you just act a fool and do the most. He's probably not going to cut you off. He's probably going to keep inviting you over. You're still going to fulfill his needs, but secretly know that you need more and you feel like it's toxic and you're unhappy, but you stick around. That's what I'm trying to say is there's like a level of self-love and like a level of personal understanding that we as women have to know of what we will accept and what we won't accept. And once he starts teetering that line of, doing the bare minimum or not meeting what you need, you have to be strong enough and self-aware enough to know to cut ties instead of holding on, hoping he'll change or hoping he'll start meeting the needs you need. No. Because otherwise, you're going to be stuck in this fucking situationship for years and years. And of course, he's fine with it. Like, there's nothing... He's getting his cake and eating it too, essentially. He's getting all the things a girlfriend would do for him, plus he doesn't have to have the girlfriend label or be committed to you. So you ultimately, us women, call the shots in situationships. So make sure you're wearing those pants. Make sure that you are strong enough to pull that trigger. So let's talk a little bit about what to do once you know you need to be out of a situationship. 
maybe your situational other like developed feelings for you that you know you can't reciprocate or vice versa like I think like I said earlier just about having open communication you could simply tell them hey like I've had a really great time with you and I'm not ready for a relationship and I think maybe you are and I don't think we're on the same page about that anymore therefore I need to end this but I wish you the best period anything like that basically saying hey I've enjoyed my time together we're not on the same page anymore I don't think we can get on the same page peace deuces something along those lines I think is appropriate that could be done over text in person whatever you think I just I feel like maybe in the past a phone call or a text wasn't sufficient enough to break things off but nowadays I'm not meeting you in person to tell you I don't want to be with you I'm probably just going to send a little succinct text, be really sweet and nice, and basically just say, this isn't working for me. Peace. Overall, being ladies in our 20s, we've probably all encountered a situationship at some point, and um, I think y'all can all agree with me that they have the potential to be complicated and kind of toxic, and I think that's because they don't usually progress to anything. You know, you start seeing someone, it's great. In the beginning, it's super hot and heavy, super exciting, and then just kind of fizzles out and doesn't turn into anything. Um, but they always, I feel like situationships always last longer than intended because maybe you feel like there's something there, some kind of emotional bond or some kind of cool connection that the two of you have that's just enough to keep you staying. And that's where it gets toxic because you keep coming back, you keep accepting the bare minimum, but ultimately decide that you're not satisfied. So to avoid those things, make sure you're checking in with yourself. If you've been in a situation with someone for a month, two months, a year, whatever, <laughs> promptly check in with yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. Hey, is this what I still want? Is this still meeting my needs? Am I still happy in this? If it's not yes to all three of those answers, you need to address that and get out of it because those, all three of those things are very important. And respect what you're willing to accept and what you're not. And don't change those things based on how much someone is willing to fuck with you. So if you tell a guy straight up at the beginning, hey, I need to see you once a week. That's what I need for my needs to be met. And he's like, cool, I can definitely meet you once a week. That works for my schedule too. And then y'all go, you go out, you do the situationship, you create some kind of bond between the two of you and then he starts getting kind of inconsistent and maybe you start seeing each other once a month instead of once a week and you're sitting at home like okay this is not what I agreed to I can't accept this like I'm not happy I'm constantly nagging him or bothering him or being clingy or needing attention because he's not seeing me as much as I need don't bend your what you what you'll accept because this guy only wants to see you once a month. You said once a week. He's not meeting once a week. Bye. Cut. Like we need to start being way more ruthless and way more cutthroat with these kind of relationships because ultimately, I'm sorry, but <laughs> they're all replaceable. The man in the situation that you're in is replaceable. So check your attachment at the door and check. Hey, this is what I'm accepting. If you can't meet that, okay, cool. Bye. But that's really all I have for you guys. And a quick last note, I want to give a little slight apology to all my situationships where I didn't take the advice or my own advice that I gave on this podcast. 
like I said, I haven't been in a ton of them, um, but the ones that I have been in, I learned a whole bunch um, just in the few months of me dealing with different men in that kind of casual way. Um, so we're still learning, we're still growing, ultimately figuring out what the fuck we want by encountering shit we don't want and don't like. So thank you, bitch listeners. That's episode 14 on situationships. Um, make sure to give us a five-star rating on Anchor. Check out our IG, Bitches in the Park with two Ks. But thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.